Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are always real, raw, and relevant about love, sex, and relationships. Warning, do not listen to this show if you are sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the past, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. <laughs> now, here's your host, Dr. Zoe. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dr. Zoe Today. My guest tonight went from being a real estate lawyer at Miss Ohio USA in 2003 to becoming a casting director, producer, actress, and model. All of you know her from Bravo TV's Millionaire Matchmaker. Welcome to the show, the beautifully brilliant Candace Smith. <laughs> Candace, Oh, hi. my goodness. <laughs> what an introduction, How Dr. Are you? How are you? I'm amazing. How could I not be amazing after that type of introduction? <laughs> are you kidding? All right, girl, listen, before we get started, I want you to tell all of my listeners how they can keep up with you. What's the best place to keep up with all your projects and stuff? Okay, yeah, because I got an iPhone now. So I'm on Instagram at the Candace Smith. I'm on Twitter at the Candace Smith and CandaceSmith.com, which I'm going to update this weekend because I have so much new content. I know. You have a ton of exciting projects going on, and your career is just, like, doing awesome. But I want to go back with you a little bit okay. and hear a little bit about how you got started. So where did you grow up? I grew up in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. And... um you know, I love Dayton with all of my heart. So everyone makes fun of how I represent all day, every day. <laughs> I also went to the University of Dayton undergrad. And so, and, um, you know, a friend of mine was just making fun of me on Easter. He's like, Candace, why do you think saying you're from Dayton is relevant to every topic we discuss? Like, people be like, oh, you know, like, do you like scary movies? I'm like, hello, I'm from Dayton. You know, and people are like, what is, what is, like, what is, I don't get it. And I'm like, well, you need to go to Dayton to figure it out. <laughs> okay, so, so what were your parents like growing up? What did they do? Um, You know, I grew up like a nice middle-class family. They're actually from the South. My mom is from Knoxville, Tennessee, and um, I spent a lot of my time growing up, like every summer in Knoxville, so that's why, if I'm real comfortable, you'll hear kind of a southern twang, or if I'm upset, or you know, I have a couple drinks, you can hear it. Like during the season, during the season, you know, like if I if I had a couple glasses of PS Match, Patty's wine, and we would be at a mixer, you know, I would give one of those nice one-liners with like Aww. a southern accent, and people are looking like, who is that? You know, I, I think what episode was it? Oh God! And I, I go, ain't nobody talking to you. Like, to somebody, and I was like, wow, Candace, yeah, you got real. Yeah, I'm originally from Jersey, so I had the real, like, the Jersey accent, like, want to quarter for some water for your daughter's dog, park the car, yeah, <laughs> have a cup of coffee. And then yeah. I actually lived in Nashville for several years, oh. and it's I just moved from Nashville a couple years ago, and it's hard not to pick up on that sweet southern twang and i know when mm -hmm. i needed service if i talk like y'all then i get faster <laughs> service because they are a little slower in nashville but anyway that's a, a little point. yeah a, a lot slower <laughs> okay you said it not me okay so yeah. do you have brothers and sisters or what 
Yeah, I mean, you know what? I have like a huge, crazy, dysfunctional family because my mother's the oldest of twelve, and I, so I have all these wow. cousins that are close to age that I I was with like four nights out of the week. So we're like brothers and sisters. And then I have a brother that's nine years older. So, but I'm like super close with all my aunts, uncles, cousins. Like we have this huge, amazing crazy family. Okay, nationality-wise, because I know a lot of people want to ask and they won't, but I have the balls to ask. You're absolutely stunning. You're amazingly beautiful. (laughs) Nationality-wise, talk to me about that. What's your background? Who knows? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so just a perfect blend. Like, I, I don't know, and the funny thing is it comes up so often, and I keep saying, oh, I want to do that DNA test where I can send it in and they break it down because my mother, well, she has freckles and red hair and it's pale and kind of looks like Pippi Longstocking. And then, yeah, and I know I mix, like, white, black, and Native American. You know, I probably got some Cherokee. Yeah. You know, that's what my grandma say. I mean, I am the world, I think. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, the Cherokee with the high cheekbones and the... You know, but it's like, not to interrupt, but, you know, I think also it's more so about what you identify with culturally, right? Because my mother looks like a white woman, but you don't want to cross her. Like, (laughs) That sounds like me. (laughs) You know what I mean? I look like a white woman. Don't cross my ass. You don't want to do that. No. Okay. What no. were you like? What were you like as a kid? What like? How would you describe your personality as a child? Oh my soul! I, you know what? I I feel for my mom. I really do because <laughs> I, I'm I'm a lot now. I've always been a lot. Like you can see a photo of me when I'm like two years old, and I'm like posing. I'm I have attitude. Like I was a tomboy. I was a little boy that thought I could do anything, like, the word no still doesn't really register with me. When people say no, I get real confused, and I'm like, wait, um, maybe you didn't understand what it is. Yeah, you have a picture up today, you did. It's Thursday. My show's on Thursdays, and it's Throwback Thursday, and you have, everybody go check out the Candace Smith on IG, and you have a Throwback Thursday picture up today you put up, and you look just like you do now. Your hands are on your hips, and you've got attitude. How old were you in that picture? I I think I just turned three. Oh, wow. Just turned three. And, and, you know, that is me. And back then I was like a perfectionist. Like I had the perfect posture. Check it out, SB Candace Smith. Like all the other girls are like distracted. Like when you see the group photo, that's my individual. I'm perfect. And I, I, I was a rambunctious, athletic, tomboy, and a smartass. And you know, my mom got my mom got a bunch of books. My my mother went and saw a specialist because mm-hmm. she didn't know how to deal with me because I was deemed quote unquote gifted, which gave me an excuse to be an asshole. So yeah. when I you know ha- had no attention span, finished people's sentences, cut them off, like just moved <laughs> on to the next one. It's like no, she's not a bad child. She's just gifted. <laughs> That sounds like my mom reading all those books about how to raise, yeah. uh, you know, oh, yeah. like 
incorrigible and oh man, like I was I was the bad kid, but uh, hey, you know, it worked later on in life. What did you always want to be when you were a kid, when you grew up? Like what was your what was your passion? What was your vision when you were a kid? When I was a kid, I just uh I loved interacting with people and I suppose performing was a part of that. I just always gravitated towards any activity that would allow me to interact with a diverse group of people. So I would volunteer. I would join extra organizations. Like I would, um, you know, be a part of the Dayton Playhouse. I would go to homeless shelters. I did anything that allowed me to just feel an impact or give an impact. And I didn't know what, what would be the perfect profession? I never really thought of it. When I was young, my mother, once I was deemed gifted, was like, oh, okay, <laughs> you're the golden child in the family, so you need to be a doctor or a lawyer. And so I was like, oh, okay, decisions, decisions. So me um, pursuing any, like, non-traditional professions, like a matchmaker or a life coach or an actress or a producer or, you know, any of these yeah. things was frowned upon. And so I never really nurtured it in the open. Right. It was kind of what I did on my own. Did and you always? So I did my, you, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's so did you always get story. good? Did you always get good grades? Because I know you got a full academic scholarship to college, right? Yeah, and I and I, I have no idea how I was able to do that because. Yeah, I've always gotten really, really good grades, but never truly. So let me get this myself. straight: you're still kicking back when you're drinking the wine, and you're kicking back, going, "Damn, how did I do that?" <laughs> still, <laughs> I surprised yeah. myself still. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. Candace, when did you start dating? How old were you when you started dating? Goodness. Okay, Zoe, Doctor Zoe. Um. <laughs> Wow, officially dating, I, you know, without a chaperone and, you know, me, my mom dropping me off and me leaving with a boy, I was 16. Yeah. And did you, when you went off to college, did you have any, well, in high school, did you have any serious relationships or did that come later? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, you (laughs) did in high school. Yeah, I had the same boyfriend in high school and a lot of college, and if I ever have a little girl, (laughs) I got some good advice. How many years did you spend with this guy? Too many. Um, That's a good answer. He was not not a good first boyfriend by any means. Like, he was, like, the textbook high school boyfriend every mother would have nightmares about their daughter dating. That's my. <laughs> that so was, he was my. Your, he was your first. first love, your first everything. Yeah, took my virginity. No, I gave it to him. Yeah, he didn't take it. But oh, I'm yeah. so glad you at least can say that and be honest. You know, most people wouldn't yeah. be honest about that. So he was your first everything. You dated him through, through pretty much so through high school and then most of college. Yeah, it was not healthy or functional at all, Dr. Zoe. So it was, you know, like he treated me poorly, and I had not reached the place of self-love where I could really acknowledge it and 
make the changes I should have made at a young age. And um, when I ended that relationship, like truly, truly ended it, because it was a lot of back and forth for many years of my life. And when I finally closed the chapter on that book, I, 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 I made it my goal to focus on self-love, period, like yes. every day after yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. That's really good. And that's why, and a lot of times it takes these life experiences to have those adversities, those dis, this disappointments, discouragements, whatever it is, to truly make a difference in other people's lives. So it's really actually, when you look at it, when I look at adversities in my own lives or failed relationships, marriages, whatever, I look at it as, oh my <laughs> gosh, like I, I experienced this so I could know what it's like so I can make an impact on other people's lives. Because because I think that mm-hmm. we, we also, not only am I a, a life coach for years and everything, but we also certify life coaches. And coaches come a dime a dozen. But when we certify a life coach, we want to make it such a point that we know what is this person's life experiences because that's where they're truly going to inspire and evoke change in other people's lives. So it makes sense. Right. It makes sense that you went yeah. through that. Okay, let me ask you about the beauty pageant. Well, and let me... I want to ask about beauty pageant. Oh, but yeah, I, I just want to I just want to um, mention, you know, one of the girls that was on our show this season, one of the daters. You know, I interact a lot with them, and so I kind of take on like a big sister role sometimes with some of the girls, and they they always pull me to the side when we're filming and ask for my advice or talk to me about different things going on in their life. And I'll never forget, there was one day we were filming, and it was a really tense day. Like, everyone's running late. The set is just, like, high stress. And I was handling it very well. And one of the the daters, she was just staring at me, and she looked at me, and she said, Candace, one day I want to love myself as much as you love yourself. And you know what? I do love myself, and I'm not ashamed of that. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? This did not happen overnight. I said, (laughs) I have worked on it. Every day I want to love myself more. Flaws, quote, unquote, flaws and all. I'm like, I'm amazing. And, you you know, I feel like that just gets downplayed in our society. If you're feeling yourself or loving yourself too much, especially as a woman, people frown upon that, like you're arrogant and you're, and it's like, yo, if I'm not my biggest fan, who should be? Exactly. Who should and be? My whole life and brand, business, everything is built around encouraging people to be self-fulfilled and to love themselves before they can expect to be into a relationship that, you mm-hmm. know, if you come in and you have, you know, I always say the two glasses of water, you need to be self-fulfilled, they need to be self-fulfilled, otherwise you're pouring into the other person of what they're lacking and you become depleted. So self-love is so important, and affirming yourself is so powerful. It's so powerful. And confidence gets you everywhere. Confidence gets you everywhere. Yes, absolutely. Beauty pageant thing, i got to ask you. Okay, leading into that. You know, I was was just thinking of... Okay, go How did you get into it? Was it something that you always did, or was it something that was, like, later on in life, or what? Okay, I'm going to tell you the truth. That's your Zoe. Um, <laughs> That's why you're here, baby, because I know you will. <laughs> you know, it, it was so funny. You were just talking about confidence, and I thought of pageant girls, because I, and then you led into the pageant world uh, conversation, because I was thinking, 
you know, it's so sad when you have a gorgeous, insecure girl. Yeah. I, I mean, like, when you meet a girl a, who... And, and, girl, that is a lot more common. Yeah. Like, I look yes. at me and I'm just like, I'm kind of, I'm Greek and Italian, like I said, so I'm kind of thick. But, like, I love ah. myself. No, seriously. Like, yeah. straight up, always had big boobs, big butt. Like, you know, I'm built like a brick shit house. But I love myself and I love who I am. And I think, like, you know, it's, I see these gorgeous, gorgeous women that are, like, flawless and they don't love themselves so you know what happens baby they are beautiful on the outside but the inside is so fucking ugly i'm sorry Mm -hmm. it's ugly when Mm -hmm. you don't love yourself okay so beauty yeah because you end up overcompensating for that and a lot of toxic behavior which is Mm -hmm. why it's difficult for them to have true sisterhood friendship which can be because you know, they're intimidated, because they get intimidated yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I'm just really blessed because I have, like, a group of amazing, gorgeous, successful girlfriends that truly support one another, and it's not the frenemy, passive-aggressive, toxic right. crap that a lot of women, women. are caught up in. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, my mom threw me in pageants. Well, you saw the photo today. I looked like a little doll, and she dressed me up and threw me in Miss Snowbird, Miss Sunshine. I won Miss Sunshine for Ohio. I won Miss Snowbird for Ohio when I was like, I, I mean, you know, I killed the the uh, pageant circuit what was, was your little... talent what was your talent when you were a little kid i had no clue i figured you see more of the like down home type girl that was a little bit of a tomboy i, I had no I clue. Am. okay but you were doing the pageant thing most of the girls who do the pageant things are like you know i mean i and i shouldn't say that because yeah. that's like more stereotypical but no, no. But most of the girls no, I mean, are just like, oh, my gosh, don't. I had a lot of friends that did patch. Oh, my gosh, don't mess up my hair or my nails or anything. And you just seem like you're <laughs> somebody like, I could, like, run and have a good time with. But, okay, so mom put you in pageants. You won all this stuff. What was your talent when you were a kid in these pageants? <laughs> oh, my gosh, if you saw the photos, the costumes my mom put me in for my jazz and my tap dancing <laughs> and my baton swirling. And, I mean, you know, I've always been an overachiever. And yeah. it's like if you put a challenge in front of me, even if I don't really care that much about it, I'm going to step up to it. Yeah. And so I I was, like, murdering these pageants. But I hated the makeup. I hated the hair. I hated all of that. My interviews would be absolutely hilarious. I, you know, like <laughs> these grown women, you know, would be asking me questions, and I'm sitting there, like, getting philosophical with them, like, well, why are you even curious about that? And I'm, like, five, <laughs> and they're, like, oh, my God, like this little girl. And so I retired and just did sports. At 10, I retired from pageants. And I focused on sports, and I ran in the National Junior Olympics. I was captain of my soccer team in high school. I played basketball. And um, so I was kind of done with the pageant world, and then it was after I graduated from law school. My same pageant coach from when I was four years old, she's still in business. She's in business right now. Her name's Willow Singer. She's a fairy godmother. If anybody wants to win a pageant, call Willow Singer in Dayton, Ohio, like Centerville. <laughs> she yo, she she'll she'll make you a she'll make you a miss or a missus something. I can tell you that. It, it might be it might be Mrs. Uh, Strawberry Patch of the <laughs> North Field, but you're gonna be missed something. You'll be missed but, something. Uh, 
So you won't be missed out there. So she got you back into it. Yeah. She contacted me and she's like, Candace? And I was like, uh huh. She was like, I think it's time. You know, and it's like, <laughs> how many decades later? I'm back to reclaim my throne, Ohio. That so is hilarious. I, I moved back to Ohio and I was practicing law. And I went to Portsmouth, Ohio, this little country town, country ass town. It's like Appalachia. Everyone was like, there's no way a black girl's going to win in Portsmouth, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, whatever. And uh, everyone made fun of me at the office. I was like, oh, it's like Friday. I was like, I'm going to go compete for Miss Ohio this weekend. They're like, <laughs> sure, Candace. <laughs> and you sure. won. And you won. And I came back Monday and I was like, yo, I'm Miss Ohio. They were like, what? <laughs> I would have thrown down. I would have been like, yo, yo, guess what's up? <laughs> I was like, Hi. down, down, bitches. I came in with a crown on. There and- you go. No, I didn't. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about when you moved to L.A. Was there something, like a shift in your life, or did, was there something that sparked you to want to move to L.A., or was it something that was kind of on the back burner that you always wanted to do, or what? You know, it was like I, I wasn't happy living back in Dayton, Ohio, and practicing law, and after winning Miss Ohio, I started I – started realizing that I had so many other um, opportunities out there and possibilities. And I was like, what are you doing, Candace, sitting in this office working 16 hours a day? You Mm. moved back home to see your family. You don't see them. You work on weekends, too. Um, It's not the healthiest work environment. And, you know, like, you have a lot to share. I I always felt that way. Like, when I would or, or, you know, when I'd volunteer or whatever, I felt like I could touch people. And I was like, why am I not sharing this gift with others? Why am I just sitting in this closet? And so one day I just said, you know what, I'm out. And I had had a couple couple opportunities, like Price is Right. Like I knew, like if you won a pageant, like they were looking for you. So I knew that there were a few opportunities for me in L.A. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to focus on. I had always, um, you know, did theater. I always did theater. And I did local modeling, too. But I never thought, oh, I could be doing national big ad. Right. It happened. What were what were some of the first jobs you had when you moved to LA? Well, you mentioned prices, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what what did you do when you first moved there? Uh, you know what, Doctor Zoe? That's why it's so funny to me when I meet young girls that move out here and they want to pursue the entertainment industry, but they're too good for so many things. Mm-hmm. And when I moved when I moved to LA, number one, I worked at a restaurant at night to pay my bills so that I could take classes and could be available for auditions. And I will never forget, you know, cleaning the bathroom before the restaurant opened and this girl came in and she looked down at me and she said, you know, this is a disgrace. You have a law degree. What are you doing cleaning a toilet? And, you know, I – it, it was a little well, difficult. I mean, really, I mean, I'm sorry, i got to interrupt you, but most girls who move to L.A., they're on the casting couch, and they're, or they end up on porn. So what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> you did the right thing. <laughs> I mean, my God, <laughs> your mom must be that you were cleaning the damn bathroom instead of on some couch somewhere or on some film. I mean, come on. Like, let's Thank be you, real Dr. about Zoe. it. You, know? you I mean, said it. Yeah, I 
mean, come on. Okay, so you move when you, you said it. it. Oh so my God! How did and you? <laughs> she was teaching it up in Florida. The girl. Oh my God! She did. Wow. Yeah, but um, I always knew. Yeah, and believe me, I got a lot of casting couch offers when I first got to of LA. Course. And, of course, and you I was gorgeous. Just, and I, you know, my career maybe would have been in a different place if I took a couple really important people up on their offer. Who knows? You know, I don't know. I could have an Oscar by now. But <laughs> now I just make the rules of Oscar winners and why they're holding <laughs> an Oscar. Okay, some oh. of them I don't know. That might have happened. But so no, I know it did happen. I know for a couple of them. <laughs> It did happen. It's true. It's true. It's very I'm true. not going to say any names, but um, <laughs> that was your first big break. Did. What was the call that took you mm-hmm. out of the restaurant and kind of gave well, you your I first mean, break? Took me, that took me out of the bathroom of the restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, Barker's Beauty, then I started getting a lot of, like, prints and commercials. Like, I was doing national course commercials, and I did Ciroc. Vodka's first campaign. I did, nice. you know, uh, NBC's Joey, and then I got guest star on Method and Red. So I started, like, it started kind of snowballing, and I was doing music videos, too, back then when they were, you know, very professional and, <laughs> you know, took, nice. and took more skills than, than some of them uh, require of today. Like, I did special effects and was like a fat girl in a 213 music video with Snoop Dogg, and it's amazing. <laughs> but that, that that took, you know, you won't see anything like that today for right. a rap song. That, that took a week to prep for. The same people that did special effects for Big Mama's House made my fat suit. And I got my face, you know, my face had to have a cast. I had to do all of that. You don't see that. It, right. It's really funny. So, yeah, I, that started happening for me, and um, I still had life coach clients because, when I graduated from the University of Dayton with my psychology degree, I, I mean, I was always kind of the person people came to. And it was then that I realized, okay, you know what, I can take this seriously and actually get paid for it and uh, create the necessary parameters, boundaries. And so I started taking on some life coach clients, which also included, you know, me addressing their love life and a right. little bit of matchmaking, not much. And... Right. um so that came later while I was in L.A. Yeah, it's kind of like a natural progression. I've been a coach since, like, 98, and it's a – I have, uh-huh. you know, my degrees are in psychology, but I liked life coaching because it's taking the person where they're at and moving them forward instead of putting right. a lot of emphasis on their past. And it's kind of a natural right. progression when you have clients that that's a big part. We deal with the whole client as a whole, you know, um, their career or their business, and then, of course, their personal lives and their love life. It's just a natural progression. Um, let's talk mm-hmm. about how did you get to be Patty's right hand on Millionaire Matchmaker? How did that happen? So I just saw her, too. I just saw Patty. That's probably <laughs> why I was so shook today. Um, I, okay, I was, I was just thinking about Patty. Because today she was interviewing me for something, and she's like, she's like my, the star of Millionaire Matchmaker. And I'm just looking at her like, What's the catch here? I'm like, Patty, you're the star. I'm like, Patty, don't play with me right now. What you doing? You're doing something Patty, Is Patty admitting that you might be upstaging her a bit? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I Patty. don't know. I'm kidding. 
<laughs> you you funny. Everybody's scared of Patty. Oh my gosh. You know, uh, I don't know, but she. I I, I was kind of in shock. She's like Candace Smith, my right hand woman, the That's star awesome. of That's awesome. millionaire. Yeah, I have a yeah. right-hand woman, and I could not do what I do without her. I mean, it would be right. impossible for me to do what I do without my assistants, my right hands, my team. So she appreciates you. That's awesome that she appreciates yeah, it you. Does. Yeah, it feels good awesome. because, you know, I work really, really hard, and it's like people only see, like, you know, one one-hundredth of what I do. So it's, it's really nice that um, she appreciates me. You know, I interviewed last summer for the director of recruiting position. I found out that there was an opening through a mutual friend of Patty and myself. And I uh, I sent in my resume, and I got called in for an interview. I, the first interview wasn't even with Patty. And uh, then I came in for a follow-up interview with Patty, and then I got a call while I was in Ohio with my family saying, oh, you start on Monday. And it was like sitting on the couch with my dad, like drinking moonshine. And um, <laughs> That southern thing. And, yeah, it's totally. <laughs> he's from Alabama. And I was just like, what? You know, like me and my dad were like, "Uh oh, you about to get, you about to go for a ride." And I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> you guys kicking back, drinking moonshine on the couch, and then that happens, and you're up and you're jumping around. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, my dad's always like, "Woo wee, woo wee," yeah. and I was, and he like kind of, he kind of knew who Patty was. He doesn't really watch TV, but he's like, "Oh, Patty, you about to be working for Patty?" And I was like, "Yep," and um. You know, it, it's been a roller coaster ride for sure. I'm sure. I, I'm, sure. I'm grateful for it. Tell me about some of the celebrities that have been on the show that you personally were excited about working with. I mean, of course, I was excited about working with Kenya Moore. I, I mean, th- I can say this about you know pageants get a bad rap, but there is a certain sisterhood to it, and. Um, you know, just being part of the Miss Universe organization. I'm not a Miss USA. I'm Miss Ohio USA. But, like, a lot of my close friends are, you know, I've met through the pageant world, and they're amazing women. So when Kenya Moore, Kenya and I had met before, when she was coming on the show, I got really excited because, you know, I could relate to what I felt like was a lot of what she had been experiencing. Okay, speaking of her, do you think she got a bad rap on uh Celebrity Apprentice? Um yes. I mean what I I think that to okay. I think to a certain extent everybody gets a bad rap that's on reality T V. Yeah, right. <laughs> because exactly. it's a lot of the I editing mean, and things like that. Yeah, I, I, like, yeah, and I'm so careful. Like, I got an offer from MTV on a scripted reality show, and I'm like, wait a second, my whole brand is about being authentic. How the fuck am I going to do a scripted reality show? No, thank you. Huh. But then I think of it like, oh, well, that would have, like, no pun intended because it's name and my business catapulted me a bit, but it's kind of like that casting couch thing. Like, I passed that up, too. So, you know, so there's certain decisions that we make in life, you know, that, that make changes. But, okay, back to Kenya. Because I back think that... She is beautiful, okay? There's no doubt about it. She's absolutely gorgeous. But I think that she gets, 
you know, edited a certain way, or I don't know what happened with her and Vivica Fox. But, you know, Vivica Fox, I mean, she's been around forever. you got to have mad respect for that woman, period. And so the way yeah. that came across was like, okay. And I almost felt like, um, you know, in – in her world, like the being on your show was kind of like a little bit of a redemption after that aired. You know what I mean? Because right. it showed her in a different light. You know, so you were yes. exci- you were excited about her, and you feel yes. like she did kind of get a bad a bad shake on Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, and and I'm gonna be honest, I didn't watch every episode, and and right. and the whole cell phone gate with Vivica and all of that, I didn't really. You know, I heard she took her phone and she tweeted something and whatever. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know. know exactly I didn't watch it either, happened. but I heard about it though. <laughs> I was on Brand, I was on Brandy Glanville's. You're funny. I was on Brandy Glanville's podcast, and when I say she don't like Kenya, when Ooh, I say she don't like Kenya, well, we. I said, okay, well. See, that's, but wait, but back up. That's exactly what we were talking about earlier. Like, that should not be, like, women come on, especially women in media. Like, we got to get along and show love to, Mm -hmm. you know, that whole sisterhood thing because it's such a, you know, but, hey, I mean, let's not talk about how much money Bravo's making off of the housewives. Let's just not go there. Okay. Let's not talk about it. But, you know, I will say this, you know, it's like I find, now because I'm friends with a lot of people on different Bravo shows mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. and you know like Reza and I are really close like I text with Sonia like I saw Kenya a few weeks ago I'm going to Brandy's wine opening and you know I find myself getting caught in the middle of stuff and then next thing you know people tweeting are you team this are you team that I was like <laughs> let me tell you something I'm team God okay and Candy Kane ain't been on a team Candy Kane ain't been on a team since high school. Don't I don't I don't do that. I don't play that. Good. Okay, like Good. every one of my relationships stands on its own, and that's how I've always been. But they they get real 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 catty, real quick. Zero to a hundred, real 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 quick. But, <laughs> okay. Um, who else did I like working with? Yeah, somebody on the show that was completely different than you expected. Was there anybody who you didn't know and they came on and it was just like, wow, this person is totally different than what I thought? Yes. Little Romeo, Romeo Miller. When they told me he was coming on, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. And and because I haven't really, like, kept up with what he's been doing. I did one of his daddy's music videos about 11 years ago. You better not try to find it.
Okay. Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty, woman. Let's get to the infamous kiss between you and UFC fighter <laughs> Luke Rockhold. Now, before oh, my you God. Say, oh, my God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, Dr. Joey? Oh, no. Patty brought this up to me today. You're kidding Oh, my me. gosh. She no. Is. Okay, so Have you talked to her? <laughs> no, I haven't talked to her. Talk- no, I okay. didn't talk to her. Why? Did she, did she, did she brought it up and asked you about it today? Yes. She brought okay. Luke up today. Yes. Right, let's, take, let's do step by step. Number one, what was his personality like? What was he like? I mean, have you seen him? Hell yeah, the man like, is hot. I know that, but looks aren't everything. What was his personality like? You about to make me get on my Instagram. Um, <laughs> he, okay, listen, he's a man. You know what I mean? Like I live, I live in LA. You know, and I'm in Beverly Hills. I and feel in you. There's a lot of metro and so, people. Yes, even yes. the even the built ones. You know what I mean? Like yes. even they he is like, like they, yeah, but he shaped yeah. you probably because yeah. you're a mm-hmm. fighter. Okay, but I, I yeah. know, I know, I'm in an area that's you know that you know all the men go to the same you know spa that I go to and things like that. So I feel you. I understand what you're saying. So okay, so he's a man, which of course was like a, you were attracted to him, obviously. Um, was was I attracted to him? When he was on the show, or are you asking me, am I attracted to him now? When he was on the show, in the moment. Oh, okay. Well, see, I felt like Patty kept him away from me intentionally because when he would describe who his perfect woman was, he would be describing me, okay? And when I, like, I didn't get to meet him in person till late at the mixer, but I, I had his file, so I knew everything about him. And I knew what he wanted was kind of me, honestly, but I'm not allowed to do that at work. So when I met him, okay, Uh go ahead. When when I met him um, at the mixer, you know, because I I helped choose all the women for him. And when I met him at the mixer, there was definitely, you know, like when we saw each other for the first time, he was looking like, wait, so that's the Candace. Y'all been talking about that's been emailing and calling because I'm dressed up at the mixers. You know, I was looking kind of hot, and <laughs> and I was like, whoa! So this this man got some testosterone. Like I can feel it. Like yeah. this is a man right here. I was like, whoa! <laughs> and wait, 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 back up a second. I'm sure you weren't looking just kind of hot, but you were just looking hot. And you were like, this is a man right here. Okay, now, what happened? Did you kiss him or not? I want a true confession right here on Dr. Zoe today. Yes or no? Oh, I didn't give Patty a confession. Um, did I kiss him? Did he kiss me? Ask me, did he kiss me? Did he kiss you? Yes. And did you reciprocate that kiss? I mean, I was in shock. Oh. <laughs> Where did it oh happen? Where did Everybody's it gonna kill me. I'm gonna get killed. Oh, I'm gonna on. get this killed. Is, this is my show. Wait. We're we're having fun. It's all good. Okay. So. We're having fun. No, wait a minute. Even Patty said today, she goes, You know, you better you better thank your lucky stars. We didn't have an extra camera that day that caught that kiss. And I was like, what kiss? And Patty's like, oh, you think I don't know? You 
did it happen, Candace? Where did this kiss? It was, okay, listen. It was so innocent. It was like in a corner. She said I was drunk. Okay, Patty says I was drunk, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm supporting your PS match wine that I drink all day, every day at the mixer. <laughs> so was I a little loosey goosey? Perhaps. Um, and oh, then, I don't mind you saying loosey goosey, but Patty, when she said juicy goosey, I have to like, I gotta close my ears because I don't know. That just does, it turns me off. Juicy goosey. I mean, come on. My pussy oh, yeah. is wet. I'm moist. I'm juiced. I'm, 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 you know, I'm tight, hot, and wet. You know, I want to hear something like that. Not like whatever she said, but I don't know what, juicy, what that's goosey. all about. Ooh, no, 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 okay, stop, 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 stop. All right, so this kiss happened off at the mixer, off to the side, is that correct? No, uh, Dr. Zoe, I feel like... You're not going to get in trouble. Okay, because according... Wait a second, Candace. Now, according to him on TMZ, he says you guys, quote, unquote, hooked up. So that would apply more than just... Wait a minute, wait a minute, you are lying. No, you are lying. My girl, my girl, my program director did the research. She played the clip for me, and he says, they're like, oh, we saw you on Millionaire Matchmaker, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, well, I wasn't really happy with the girls that they picked for me, but I did get to um, hook up with one of the co-hosts. And he used the word hooked up. Oh, my God. I need to see this. You know what, Luke? I don't care if you're a UFC fighter. I will check your ass if he's saying we hooked up. Okay, listen. He was filling candy cane. He went in. Okay, it was a group of us in the corner taking a break. We did a shot of whiskey. I'm standing in, like, four or five-inch heels. He's a big, strong man. Mm. Next thing I know, he, like, has, like, all of a sudden his friends disappear. Like, he must have gave them the cue. Like, get out of here. And then I'm like, you know, I was feeling good. I had some whiskey and some wine. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I feel his hand on the small of my back, and he Ooh. leans in and grabs me mm. and puts his mouth on me. Mm. And, um, and you, you know. And you like it. <laughs> <laughs> no. But listen, he asked me to go to dinner that night. He was like, let's go to Boa. Let's mm. do this. Let's do that. I said no because I am professional. I am, I was like that is against the rules of the Millionaires Club. But I cannot go because I'm getting juicy. <laughs> no, I'm I'm joking with you. I'm joking with you. Okay, so okay, so that's what oh went down. God. So that's the truth about what went down. So he. We hit did on not look up. I mean, there was a kid, and could I have pushed him off sooner? Yeah, but I was in shock. When you say reciprocate, I didn't give him my tongue. Right, right. But you were attracted to him. He's a man. He's got he's got testosterone. He was, you know, you've been in L.A. for a while, and he was this burly kind of guy oh. with a lot of testosterone, and it was hot. So it is what it is, oh. and that's okay. Now, I don't oh. think there's anything wrong with what you did, you know, but what was Patty? You don't? No, hell no. I mean, I think that if you were hitting on him, and you're, like, giving him that look, like, just making that eye contact to kind of look at him. You know how powerful women like us, we could just give a look, and it's like, <laughs> you know, like, I got you. Like, you're going to be pussy whipped for the rest of your life. Like, if you did something like yeah. that, like, that would be a different thing. I didn't thing. do that. But you I didn't, didn't give him the look. You were just, you I, did I, you know, I know, I know you did it. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Zoe, I gave him the look like, you bad not, boy. 
You better not. Go go <laughs> go. Like don't get me in trouble but call me later, look. <laughs> oh my god. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm joking with you. You I know what? You. you know I'm what? Joking. I'm gonna say for the record. I'm gonna come clean because I feel like it's healthy for me. Okay. And I have not been able to discuss this honestly. Um I am attracted to Luke Rock. <laughs> Hallelujah, girl! I love you. I love you. I love. You know what? I'll tell you what. I love no bullshit. I love <gasps> honest, blunt women who have the cojones to be themselves, and that's you, baby. You need to contact him, though. I want you to contact him, and I want you to interview him, Doctor Zoe, and I want okay. you to, to. Um, I want you to have him elaborate on what he meant by hooked up. Okay, because he might have just said that, and he didn't mean it, like, in that way. Um, you know what I'm saying? As soon as we hang up, I'm a, okay. You Are you sure he said the word hooked up? Um, I'm 99.9, unless I need to clean out my ears, and I'm a pretty well-kept woman, so, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> he said, I hooked up with one of the co-hosts. That's what mm-hmm. he said. And he called you a co-host, which we know you're not a co-host, but, hey, you might be mine one day. I don't know. Okay, now, moving on. Oh. What did Patty say about the situation? What did she say? Was yeah. she was she truly pissed? Like, is she that strict? Yeah. Or was she just playing? Yeah. No, no, no. She was not playing. And nobody saw what really happened that day in the office. It was the most tense day we had ever had in the office, ever. She okay. was so livid. She was screaming at me. I mean, she ripped me a new one. And, like, Luke did not help matters because – he shows up at the office, you know, after we set him up with a girl, he was supposed to, like, make it work with this girl, but he, instead he asked her, does she spit or swallow? He yeah. never would ask me anything like that because um, he asked Candy Cane to go to BOA for dinner because I'm the type of woman you do that with. And so um, when he showed up at the office, he was flirting with me in front of Patty. Like, I went down the stairs to get him. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw him, he, like, went in to kiss me. Like, hey, like, hey, baby. I was like, whoa, what are you doing? And then, like, as we walked up the steps, like, I was walking in front of him. I could feel his hand, like, waving, like, near my butt. I was like, oh, no, no, no. And I thought to myself, please, Luke, keep it together in front of Patty. But could he? No, no, no. And you see it in the episode. She's like, she's staring at us so hard. And you know she's psychic, and she's staring at us. And he and I'm sitting next to him, and we're supposed to, we're supposed to be talking about him and the girl he went out with, right? And he, and he put his hand up around my shoulder. Like we was, like we was on a date at the drive, at the drive end. Like I said, oh, oh, my God. And Patty goes, what? Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's this? And I'm like, Luke, what you doing? I'm like, Luke. And she was like, what's going on between you two? And I was like, oh, snap. I was Aww. like. And, and and then and and they didn't show when she got really really heated. I mean, we had to we had to we had to take a break from filming. She mm. was she was <laughs> I got put on probation. She was, she was yelling at you in front of him and put you on probation yes. in front of him. Yes. Yeah, she yelled at both of us. Anything, but you didn't do anything. Yes, I did. Okay. Well, that was the problem. I should have pushed it. You know what? I finally, I said, you know what? I want to apologize for drinking too much PS match one. 
Okay. So go <laughs> ahead and plug. Wait, I just want to pause everything, and I want you to plug the wine. Go ahead. What's the wine? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stop plugging that wine. I don't have no points on that. I'm done. <laughs> she needs to give you a percentage, a little percentage. Okay, so so she was so she's actually that strict and she put you on probation. Yes. So my question is this as a businesswoman I got to ask this cuz I do this show for fun but my job is very serious. My business is very serious. We do so much at Catapult Enterprises and a lot of times I have contractual agreements with the people who work for me. Did you sign a contract with her previous that says like no romantic or no interaction or fiduciary responsibilities as far as the clients go, anything like that? You know what, that that was not included in my contract. I did sign a contract, but it was, okay. it was, okay. it was discussed in detail. Next question. Next question. What was the probation? Was, what did that entail? Oh, I was not allowed to drink alcohol for about at any function, <laughs> but – so it was I think I was on probation for three weeks, so I was not allowed to drink alcohol um any time and it doesn't matter if okay. we were at a mixer, a nightclub, whatever. She has and, like a two um, drink minimum anyway, doesn't she, most of the time? Yeah. Okay. I mean Yeah, but I wasn't Candace, allowed to drink at all. Beautiful yes. candy cane Candace. Are you single right now? <laughs> yes. I'm so single. I'm so <laughs> Single, Dr. Zoe today. I am so single, and of course, and it's such there's such a spotlight on me right now and my relationship status. I can't even like everybody wants to know what's going on. What you know, Patty today was like, "Are you dating yet?" Like someone asked me, they're like, "Oh, how often do you go on dates?" Patty starts laughing, like sits, and I'm like. Okay. But you're busy. I mean, but you're a businesswoman and you're busy. So that's not necessarily like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, you've been focused on your career right now, wouldn't you say? So it's not like, you know, you have a whole, a lot of extra time on your hands. I mean, you're a busy girl. Yeah, right? I'm super busy, but I totally have time to date. Are you kidding? Okay. Like, <laughs> so you want to be dating. So you want to be dating. But she, yeah. But it's kind of like making the time to date because I'm sure there's no lack of men asking you out. It's right. And that creeps right, me out a little lack, bit. Yeah, but it's the lack of the right man and the right men asking you out, correct? Correct. And okay. I mean, the reality is, like, Patty has asked to set me up over and over and over and over again. And the reality is I am the type of person that does need a matchmaker. I can't do online dating. I can't do all of that. I really should have her do it, to be honest. I'm thinking of this as I talk to you because it's like, you know, the men that I do encounter, I am very busy. So it's not like I'm out and about a lot. And then on social media, I'm getting hit up nonstop with all these crazy offers some guy, like, contacted me yesterday, and he seemed like a legit businessman. I do my betting, and he's like, hey, slide to Montego Bay tomorrow, and let's have our first date. I'm down here at my house. And it's just like, oh, what? Oh, 
I know. A guy just asked me to feed you recently, and he actually, you know, is someone that I know, but we've never met in person. And he's like, hey, I want to take you to Fiji. Hey, come to this island with me. Hey, I'm friends with this person, this person. Let's go here. Let's go there. I have a private island, blah, 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 blah. And it's just right. like, yeah, like, hey, I'm not going to, like, our first date, I'm going to go away with you to Fiji or something. Like, that's wonderful. But, um, no, like, I know. I that's feel you. That's guaranteed sex. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. guaranteed sex. They're like, I'm willing to fly you first class across the country to guarantee I hit it on the first night. You know what you say? You say, bitch, does it say call girl underneath my name? <laughs> you know exactly. What I'm you know what I'm saying? Okay. Exactly. So I think a lot of, um, so what are you? Oh, do you, you have somebody in mind for me? I have, uh, listen, I'm the confidential coach to men in power, <laughs> high-powered men, and i got to tell you, okay, I have a lot of clients. I have 22 NFL clients. I have tons of CEOs Ooh, of Fortune 500 wild. companies. I've got religious leaders. You don't want them. I've got political leaders. You don't want them. But I know a lot of people, and I would say out of all my clients, and I've been doing this forever, over 10 years, I don't like to say how long, because people are like, oh, you look so young. I am. Anyway. <laughs> I would say, I would say, yes. There's, you know, there is that one out of a certain amount of people. I'm not going to say, but there's one out of. So you do. Like, genuinely good guys who maybe they've already ran the gamut, they've dated a ton of women, and now it's kind of like, or they got divorced three or four years ago and they never really got back in the game the way they should have. And it's like, you know what, they're genuinely good guys looking for something real, something that's not, you know, fake, and they want to be that power couple and stuff. But a lot of times what happens is, is they're not compatible with a lot of women because it seems it's very hard to find brains and beauty in one package. Like we have, baby. Um, don't I know it? <laughs> yeah, so it's hard to find somebody who is beautiful, but yet they are spiritually connected within themselves. They have, you know, a brain in their head. So a lot of times, some of these men who are extremely successful. They date, but then they get, you know, it's like, okay, I've already dated all the models. I'm not going anywhere with that. So, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. What are you looking for, though? What are you personally looking I think, for? I think what's been difficult for me is that, um, you know, I think initially men are very attracted to me for those qualities that I am, like, a vibrant, positive person who is um, pretty independent as part of, you know, professionally and my and my spiritual, emotional, and physical is very important to me, and I'm in such a great place, and they love that about me, but it's almost like I'm too strong. Candace and I got disconnected, but this interview is way too juicy not to air or to edit. So we're going to have her on next week for part two of Beautifully Brilliant. We will also answer your questions. So tune in next time for Real Raw 